Alright, Rachel. PG-13. PG-13. Rachel, we've been over this. How long is it gonna take you to get this in your head? This is the seventh episode, and you still haven't gotten that the show is PG. Don't worry, Rachel. Trying to make it reality. Don't worry, Rachel. Don't listen to him. Okay, I won't. Anyways, hey. hello everyone. You are listening to Moody and D Gone Rogue. Here we discuss gameplay, strategies, and reasoning from the Moody and D cast. This week we are discussing episodes 17 through 19. 22. Nope. No. <laughs> 19 through 19. I'm I know so what sorry. I'm doing. So I'm gonna have everyone go around the table and introduce themselves. I'm Kent. I play Bran, and yeah. Reese in the DM. My name is Christian Majewski and I play Nick Klaus the Great Evil. Oh. Whoa, that's a new title. <laughs> Hold on, I thought it was Mayevsky. I like introducing myself in many I ways. I say literally get a different last name every time. Mm -hmm. And my name is Rachel McKelvey, AKA Prof Mac, and I play Adra. Whoop-de-doo. Oh, welcome to the table. Everyone, roll initiative, and this will decide our question order. Is it bad that I'm trying to figure out like mechanics for like how to use like reactions and bonus oh actions gosh. in I this conversation? I wrote this week. Cause like, I, I think this just happens naturally. Like, no, 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 no. Are... I was three all last time. I was last every time last week. He, but I, I he's talking about research. I'm talking about research. Do you legitimately want to introduce mechanics to the questions? Like, I'm trying is... to figure out how we can give ourselves modifiers. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I want like I want to I think you should have disadvantage because you're on an hour of sleep. <laughs> what do you mean? No, that gives him advantage. Uh, that gives him advantage. <laughs> that's that's all. That's fair. <laughs> Oh Based gosh. on the amount of sleep you had the night before. Mm -hmm. But legitimately, I want to introduce mechanics for this. Cool, this then don't do your homework tomorrow and just work on that listen, all day. Listen, listen, listen. I'll have my people call your people and then we can meet up, duke it out, and we'll figure something out. I was going to say, is it just your wife? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have people, nah. it's just me. <laughs> nah, she won't answer if you call her. <laughs> no, 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 you said she's calling me. Then she definitely won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so there is no combo going to be happening. Okay, oh, I got a 12. Is. I rolled a 10. 8. 16. 3. 12. Wow. Okay, so. Kent, Christian, Prop Mac, me, Reese. I'll see if my modifiers are plus 10, so actually I rolled a 20. Mm, mm -hmm. Good night. What, you yeah, got proficient? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. How do you no. have a This is not no. gameplay. No. Expertise. Yeah, I also have expertise. You can't have expertise and initiative. The best you can get is okay. proficiency, and that's Bloom only stalker. if you're a rabbit person. That doesn't give you expertise. That allows you to add an additional modifier. Okay, Reese, take the nerd <laughs> and squeeze him down just for the next five minutes. <laughs> no. Wow. Uh, <laughs> are you supposed to? On this show, I am supposed to be a burgeoning nerd, okay? Like I'm <laughs> burgeoning. Okay, turn off the burgeoning nerd for like 25 minutes. I'm trying to figure out what burgeoning means. Just use it. Exploding, <laughs> growing, expanding. Okay. Yes. Mm. Oh Anyways, Kate, you're up first. Um, Thank you, Prof. I think I'm ever expanding here. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show oh so much. Oh my gosh, no. I love uh, that we why? get to this on the radio. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, so sorry, guys. I'm not. Okay, uh, episode 17. Um. Why isn't there a camera pointing at me? Okay. <laughs> They're what? not on yet. But mine's on. Reese, question for you, and this might have been because I just missed something. Uh huh. Why were the velo Why was the one Velociraptor on the ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> I saw no maquette. Like why? Oh, you mean like why there's no like spider climb to their stat block or anything? Right. Uh, why was it on the ceiling? Because that was scarier. <laughs> fair, that fair. was it. That was it. And I totally think they should be able to do that because they have no internals mm -hmm. that they're actually carrying around. So with their strength score, that's not difficult to do when they have claws. Okay, that's fair. That's, that's fair. I was just like, what? I was listening back to him like, why is it on the ceiling? That makes no sense. Because it's less Can't, scary when it's on the ground. Prof Mac to lose her dagger for the seventeenth time. Else you talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I just also confusion. so here's the thing. Some of that just comes from the fact that I personally have an extreme aversion to anything that can be above me. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm six foot two, so that's not a lot of things. <laughs> For the bad um, <laughs> however, it does make me exceptionally terrified of birds. I am not a fan of birds. If I'm they're dead. on the if they're that's on the, the funniest I'm thing I've heard. I'm getting you a chicken. If they're on the Chickens ground, I am <laughs> I don't care, but you can just throw them and they can just go flapping. 
if they if they're on the ground, I'm fine with them. However, things like pigeons, keep them away. I'm not a huge fan. Um, I will chase them, but only to get them to go away from me. Never um, go to Poland. And then. if they're in the it's air, I've got a problem. So. Uh, putting things above you guys in my brain is like one of the scariest things I can do because you don't have control over things that can maintain being above you. That's fair. That I'm giving is... you a cockatoo for your birthday. Please don't. <laughs> See, do you even remember when my birthday is? Yes. Dang it. We're... Okay. <laughs> They're all waiting to hear there's, it. There's so many people who don't, and I try to lord that over them because I have. I could announce that over. You just edit out my voice. I can. I can fully do that. But I'll we'll remind... remember. I told him I wouldn't do that, so I have to keep my word to that. Haha. <laughs> There you go. You're, you're lucky I'm a good friend. That's just it. Anyway, all that to say, I thought it was one of the scariest things that I could do to you guys because it scares me. <laughs> like, sure. If there was a, if one of the, if I was in a museum and a velociraptor skeleton came to life and jumped off the ceiling at me, mm -hmm. I'd be <laughs> frightened, notably. And I thought I was weird for screaming like a little girl whenever I see a bug. Oh no. See, I mean, I, I'm, bugs I'm are, terrified of bugs. Bugs are creepy. They're yeah. gross. I do, I do, like flies are the only thing that I won't like immediately. Like flies, mosquitoes, ants. Like I won't freak I out would... at those. But like, I also personally have an aversion to bees right now. Uh, I think understandably so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what they do to you? Do you remember the whole part where I fell off the oh. cliff and hit a beehive on the way down? Never mind. That was your fault. If <laughs> All right. Who's, yes. who's yes. next? I put the beehive. No, I don't I'm next. Was it? I got a. I got a question. Sorry, you want no. to say something? Problem? No, no, no. I couldn't remember who was next. I got a question for little Kenty boy. Oh gosh, little Kenty um, boy. Technically, I'm the youngest in the world. You're never getting you? away from. Wait, how old are you? Nineteen. Well, you're a baby. He's way little. Bonus, bonus action question. Uh -huh. Um, first, have you ever played Dark Souls Three? No. No. Okay. Uh, that was it? That's his bonus action question. Oh. That was my bonus action question. Um, something that I was thinking. So, Kent, um, how did you, slash Bran, feel about Klaus's attitude towards you? Were you surprised? Were you irritated by it? What was kind of your reaction? Because in pretty much all of episode 17, yeah, down to like 19, Klaus does not acknowledge mm -hmm. your existence. Yeah. Um, and then also makes the the shadows appear that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think Bran... It wasn't weird to... Like, he grew up in a gang town. Mm -hmm. He was used to people hating other people for just their mere existence. And he was generally looked upon decently well just because of what his dad did. But even then, he wasn't... It, it wasn't a normal... It wasn't Abnormal. unusual to be, like, hated for no reason. So it was just like, oh, whatever. So, yeah. Okay, interesting. I was just very curious, because I... Yeah. I, yeah, you had to play a human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do your job. Prop Mac. Yeah. <laughs> go. I want to actually give you a reason to be here. Oh, my goodness. Shut up right now. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Adversity point. Something <laughs> shoot at you. Let's make something fly. Hold on. Adversity point insinuates that I failed at what I intended to do. Um, no, you just failed. <laughs> Straight up. Sorry, you but like I, though, thing of Um, Here's a bonus statement. Oh. It's not really a uh -oh. question. Um, but after episode 17, I was like, we need a kill counter. I'm just curious to see who has the most, like, oh. how, like how do you want to do this slash, like, gets the final blow in for the various... It's fine. I'm pretty sure for now it's me. I do think it is close. Is it? Yeah. I, I always get the last blow. He has, yeah, he got well, the two on keg. He's killed so like many that. things with vicious mockery, which is That's not true. how vicious mockery is meant to be used. <laughs> yeah, I just was curious, because I was like, wow, there was a lot of moments but then sometimes it's like you end one anyways that was just a bonus statement bonus action question bonus action question wow words um <laughs> uh reese yeah how satisfying was it that the dinosaurs got skin oh like, my it, word like, that literally was... the only time that that would have worked because was... we literally just finished fighting on kegs so, here's the thing <laughs> I remember, so obviously my Wild Magic table is custom built. Most of it is taken from the Instagram account, Wild Magic Surge. They just drop them like daily. 
Um, but once I had exhausted every single post they had ever made for my table, I just started looking around the internet. I don't remember which source that one came from, but I remember writing that one in being like, this will probably never come into play, but hey, maybe it does. And then it comes into play the second you guys are fighting an undead. Like, that could have happened in a previous encounter where you weren't fighting undead. Well, that's what I was like. And we... it happened during the encounter where you were fighting. It was so satisfying to be able to be like, Squish. You see it immediately. Like, I have some of these things that, like, literally says, I'm not going to, like, players don't know this until. Like, it's several of them are like, I won't announce this until it becomes relevant. Mm -hmm. And that one was one of those ones that it's like, players don't know this until they see one. I was like, they are staring at them right now. <laughs> it was so incredibly satisfying and convenient just to be able to say, you know, right away, as opposed to like, you know, sometimes there are wild magic series where I'm like, eh, nothing really happens. Yeah. Like one of the last <clears throat> ones that happened, and I'm sure the episode will be out by now. Um, but the one where you gained resistance to all damage. Yeah. And it was not relevant at all. For a minute. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, it's just one of those things that I'm like, oh, this is actually super cool when this comes into play and actually is awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because so I thought about, like, literally our on-keg fight had just happened. Yeah. yeah. Like, it could Most have happened part. during the on-keg yeah. fight. And nothing would have happened because you had traveled for a little while before you heard the skittering of the bones. Right. Yep. <laughs> skittering of the bones. Yes. You can't see the hand motion, but I'm doing basically two fingers up the to bones. the right. <clears throat> fiddle, fiddle me tender. That's, that's what he's doing. Uh... Next, I think, is Rachel. Yeah, it's me. Sorry, I'm, I'm still waking up right here. Or second Rachel. <laughs> My name is spelled differently. You're I'm second to the cast. You're Rachel. She's Rachel. Rachel! Rachel! <laughs> what? Because it's R-E-C-H, right? Close your burrito. I'm not No, it it's not. You. It's all right. Um, little, Anyways. Little Kenty boy and Rachel. <laughs> I had a different nickname for him, but... It's not PG-13. No, no, okay. Oh, okay. Gosh. Moving swiftly. Okay. Oh, not what you guys are My thinking. My question oh. is for kids. Yay. Oh. At this point, Fran is getting used to being with those two. Mm-hmm. What's up? Um, <laughs> do you feel better having this be like a team, or do you feel like still feel like the outlier in gameplay? Um, I kind of know her, but she's emotionally unstable. And he hates me. Rude. This that is emotionally it unstable. It is in no way, shape, or form a team. Well, the most teamwork that ever happened was the planning of the invasion of the city. <laughs> and that only happened because Vitoko was there. And <laughs> just the three of us. He and really even... did say, here's our plan. You got any other suggestions and you guys only had one other suggestion. Yeah. Like, that is the only reason. It is not a team at, the, at this point. I well, there's a reason. A no. There's a reason the party is unnamed. Mm -hmm. Like, I. This is sort of just the thing with groups that I run is that there seems to be no name until it becomes so desperately obvious what the name is. Like, in another <laughs> game I run, they're constantly having in party fighting. Two PCs have died, both at the hands of PCs. And we looked at it, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so there was a point where I mean, we're someone not far away from that. There, there was a point where someone jokingly called them the trauma troop, and I was like, that is, "That's now your name. You that's guys amazing. are now the trauma troop." And so every single time I pick up, I'm like, "And la where we last left the trauma troop." And like their dynamics have gotten better. They haven't had in party fighting in two sessions, but they're still the trauma troop. So. Solid. To Klaus's point, yeah, one wrong step on anybody's part or just a situation that doesn't go well and people will start killing each other. Yep. <clears throat> Hopefully yep. not on air. Probably, <laughs> definitely on air. Please, no. We Wait, don't. let's let it out right now. No, no, let's not. Um, PG, PG, Rachel, remember. <laughs> we went over this at I'd the beginning. I'd say that we graduated into PG-13. Please, no. What? No. Yeah. No. Isn't you... that how it works? No. Yeah. You slowly graduate until no. you no. rate it. Not, not when today. the first not when the first word in your show's name is Moody. I think that's even more versatile. Shout out to Deal Moody. God bless <laughs> cool that Deal Moody. Rest in pepperoni. How do you know that hymn? I we go to Moody! We haven't sung it since I got here. Yeah, we have. We sung our literally first chapel here. No, we didn't. No. 2019. Oh. No, we didn't. You weren't here. You were in the womb, probably. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Are you like okay. two months older okay, than him? So, so Prof Mac is five years from dead and Kent is five years old is what I'm hearing. Yeah. That's the, that's the, Apparently. Not five years from dead, one foot in the grave, okay? Let's give her a little bit of credit. That's <laughs> credit. Y'all, all I have to say is the past few times we've gone to the SDR and asked for a to-go box, I always get asked, are you going to work? And I take that as a compliment that they're a student. So hey, there you go. take that, making fun of 33-year-olds. <laughs> I am, as a as a younger brother, I am contractually obliged to make fun of people who are close to my sister's age. Oh, listen, <clears throat> I have a 14-year-old brother. Oh, there nothing, you go. I have not, nothing y'all said I have not heard. <laughs> what's, what's the age gap on 17. That? 19 years. Dang! As a freshman in college, when he was born. See, I I think that fourteen is large because that's the distance between me and my youngest sibling. But nineteen. Yeah. Good night. Mm. Yep. I was in Pride and Prejudice and left the play to go to the hospital and go meet my little brother. That's cute. That's how. Good night. How? I'm so glad my parents stopped at me. How old are your parents gonna be when he graduates high school? Um, 64. Should be retiring. Just graduating a kid. Oh. Dang. My, my dad's going to be 70 by the time my little sister goes to high school. Goes, goes to, to high school? Sorry, finishes high school. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, wow, that's even more that, That's yeah. a surprise child like, right there. That is impressive. <laughs> 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 she was playing. Let's just say, no, let's just no. say that when my dad told me, I, look, he looked at me. Smiling, he said, "You think you were planned?" Like the Majewski's clan. Honestly, I don't. I think the majority of Christians don't actually plan their kids, and God just is like, "Have a child." Well, 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 well like, my family, I was an accident. That's what he. Yes, said. that's my point. They don't plan the kids because you said Christians. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. Like most people don't plan children. It seems. My parents wanted three kids, and I have eight siblings. Like, that the did not work. They, they, over, let's they also, overshot it a little bit. Let's also point out the fact that, um, you know, the average Christian couple ends up with a kid in, what, a year? Two? Yeah, two, two is pushing it. Uh, do you know how many? in June, literally, like three weeks later, expecting. What? <clears throat> Table discussions with Moody and Dean. <laughs> anyway. But I get in that view and I'm very excited and I'm going to spoil that little brat. Yo, we've, we've moved far we've away from so Moody. Far away. So Sorry. Has your question been answered? Oh, yeah, my question was answered. That was a clear uh, no. Reese, you can ask your question. Okay. Now. This Last. one's for Audra and Klaus. Uh -huh. Oh. Wild magic has very recently been introduced to your guys' lives as a regular <laughs> element of occurrences. Yes. Where are you guys at with that? Because, like, I mean, it continues to come up in the show today. But, like, it seems that it's just, it doesn't ever get controlled. Which I suppose is implied in the yeah, term wild the, the magic. Name. Yeah. But there's, it's just, <clears throat> ah. And it's worse because of my table. Yeah. So here's what I'm realizing and listening back. Technically, I think Audra should be fine with it. Because she's technically chaotic neutral. Yeah. But as Rachel, Prof Mac, it stresses her out <laughs> immensely. Because you're like, there are 400 different and things. And also, it happen. just happens at the most inopportune times. Like, it just. Always. I like control. I like to know. And the fact that anytime you choose to do your job, we get closer or we end up with wild magic. Well, and the fact that there is, you've got three different things that could cause wild magic. I could have, have three that. surges in one in one yeah. attack. Well, didn't mm. you have two at one point? Wait a minute. Yeah. You could have three surges. Well, yeah. no, you can't have three surges. You can have two. This is now like, how do I make this I can, happen? I can quicken spell, cast a leveled spell, and attack with Tor. Oh, you can have you can have three surges in one turn. Yeah, yeah, one turn. I was like, one attack, I can have, yeah, yeah. one attack you could get like, Tides of Chaos, and, and then the yeah. that's, that's what I'm Which thinking. Is In what one happened. turn, you could do Tides of Chaos, cast a spell, and attack with Tor. Yeah, and if Tor's yep. counter's high enough, and I roll well enough, on, or if I roll low enough, then I end up Wait, is there a possibility that if he like, has a surge, he accidentally sends one of them to a whole another area? 
I don't know. Let me Maybe. try. I think there's there's some. I think there's... Banishment is on the original one. I don't. All I know I is that was like, or wasn't like that the theory of like how you showed up was a wild magic surge, mm -hmm. technically? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I am holding the essence of wild magic, so that's not exactly something yeah. I the can do. The only sentient wild magic being in the entire world. Yes. Who is now <laughs> able to transform into different. I didn't know it. about that. We love it. We love it. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. I realize I probably should roleplay Audra's interaction with Wild Magic different, well, but at this point it's just like excited. Yeah. Here's, so here's <laughs> the thing. Chaotic is a moral alignment. It is not a, like, you you can be chaotic because what that is is just your interaction with law and rules mm. in that you do not hold to a strict moral system, which actually I don't think is not really all that true for Audra. No, I, I know. Feel, I feel like you might want to go about changing her You're alignment. True to, I don't even know, I'd say lawful neutral. I'd say, yeah, yeah. lawful Because uh, I feel yeah. like you have a, like Internal. Audra has displayed, and that probably, I think that was definitely a change that happened in between arc one and arc two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think definitely, I would say change your, go, like, align, alignment is not an important thing unless I ask for something that requires you to be good or evil, but very rarely will I ask for anything that requires your uh, alignment, lawful, your lawful alignment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And even rarer, will ask for alignment in general. Yeah. Um, Adra definitely has more of a moral compass because if she didn't, you would have taken at least one of the millions of opportunities that I gave you to attack me. Yeah. Which I, I well yeah. here's the thing. I, I mean, she's taken a lot, but they never land. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> to I be think, fair, I think that's half sure. our problem. Is it's not that she doesn't take them; it's that she doesn't hit. <laughs> Which, like, how many times has it been like I try to punch? You really? I try to punch, and I put my face in the way of your punch. And then they're like, still <laughs> and miss. And still miss. It's like. Um, which actually leads me to my next well, question. Hold on, I haven't asked. Oh, yeah, we that's right. Darn it. Okay. Not your turn yet, yeah, sir. I will, and I will win. That's fair. Um, <laughs> as Christian, I always go by the good old adage that without chaos, without balance, there cannot be chaos. Without chaos, there cannot be balance. So when I love wild magic, yeah. it's one of my favorite mechanics in all of D&D. My first ever character that I created was a wild magic sorcerer because I just absolutely loved the mm. idea. Um, as Klaus, Klaus has seen some weird crap, y'all. <laughs> seeing seeing, like, seeing a crap. human that grows tentacles <laughs> and scales from now, from every now and then, or grows carpets. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not expecting you to do crap. I was like, yeah, you've got the yep. that. Yep. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so at least I mean, Reese, you can correct me, if, you know, because you're the you're the keeper of yeah. the picture, but I, I feel like he's seen so much in his life, and his hate is so focused on Bran as a person, not in what he does. Uh, you do make a good point though to be like, get it under control. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. What, one of Klaus's favorite insults is that Bran, Bran's most in, most interesting character characteristic is his hammer. That's his most interesting personality trait. Oh my god, <laughs> it was good. That's cold. Dang, forgot about now. that. I do actually kind of want to extend the question to Kent. Sort of, I'm gonna use my bonus action here. Mm. Um, were you expecting this much wild magic when you said wild magic sorcerer? No, but I wanted it, so I'm not. I'm not unhappy. Like, like <laughs> no Bran one's complaining. Hates it. Bran absolutely hates it, but I right. was like, I like if Bran hates it, I want it to happen all the time because it forces character, you know, stuff. Something. So, yeah. where are you in the sibling lineup? Oldest. Oh. What did you think? Never mind. <laughs> I was not. You feel like a middle child. You were middle? Yeah. Really? See, that's weird because everybody tells me I feel like the oldest. I was gonna say I. You're definitely the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by oldest. Yeah. I don't think I've the ever had... The oldest knew he was the uh, oldest. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never had an oldest tell me I feel like anything but an oldest. Yeah. But I'm a young, uh, youngest in the middle, so... Mm. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Okay. Let's go to 18. Kent, it's back All to right. you. Oh, we're in episode 18 now? Yeah. yeah. Um, we're kind of just doing like one question per Dang episode it. now. Because uh, there's five of us. So. Okay, well, can I ask a quick 
yeah, yeah. reactive comment. Your your it's turn, little buddy. Apparently, it made me laugh. I just said, "Well played." <laughs> I listened to episode seventeen like two weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> she was more ahead than I was. Well, it didn't help me. But <laughs> I was say, we started out strong. Hey, I started on like Sunday. Finished tonight at five a.m. I started yesterday. I... We both started yesterday. Same here. <laughs> so bad. What Kenty. happened? You were ahead, Kenty boy. Yeah. Um. Boy. Boy. I died. Okay. What did What did Klaus and Kuza do on their like month of travel? Oh like, my god! What was that like? Did like were you guys chums? Like what happened? Just the travel, I think, is what he's asking. Yeah. About. Like you um, spent a month together in the rainforest with a bunch of skeletons. Like what What happened? Klaus was probably just like, okay. You have imagine two you very got Kuzer right here. So yeah, <laughs> imagine two very very paranoid individuals that do not trust anyone except for themselves traveling together. Oh yeah, that's what I would like. What happened? I uh, we never role played. I that. think it was a lot of silence. Um, I think I think it was very much just a lot of like silence. A lot of like if one of them had a question for the other, they would spend probably an hour thinking about maybe asking it. <laughs> Or and like then, a day. I feel right. like it would be a day. Right. Well, it's about, like, I think, a little inside Takuza's brain here, I feel like he think about it for an hour, determine he does not need to need the answer because he thinks he knows it, and then moves on. And Klaus, all he wanted was to gain knowledge because in his mind, knowledge is power. And so it was just a lot of watching Kuza. It was a lot of watching Kuza, observing him, and then asking questions right. about the... Underlight because that was something completely right. new to him, which is reflected in your most recent level up in uh, Wizard. Yeah, in Wizard. Mm. Uh, so because yeah. from two years of watching him, he decided that now it's time to actually start using what he observed. Yep. Mm -hmm. See, fair enough. Um, I don't have an, a a question for eighteen. That's right. fair. I could it's not fair. think of there one. Was, yeah. There wasn't a ton. There was not a lot. My question's a little forced. No worries. So, prop mark. Um, I said, Reese, wouldn't it feel like to have your plants miss most of the attacks, except for the nat 20, which almost did <laughs> praying out? Honestly, <laughs> here's the thing. Man. When you're playing at this level of, like, what, like this is considered, uh, like, arc, arc 2 is considered tier 1 play mm -hmm. um, within D&D. I am very used to, as a DM, tier 1 play. Um, like I usually start my players in tier one or tier two, um, and like we had been in tier one play for a very long time, and you guys had just bumped up your levels to the point where you might start getting like higher armor classes and start being able to actually avoid things um, <laughs> and actually do things. And then I was also rolling terribly on top of that. I'm used to rolling terribly. Like when I'm a PC, I I am so so my rolls are so low. When I'm a PC. I, my favorite function in D&D is advantage, because I literally build my characters to give themselves advantage as much as possible. <laughs> like, because I know if I don't have the second die, You're all the rolls will be hit. below 10. Mm -hmm. Like, if there was a night this summer that we played for three hours. I didn't, he rolled, I rolled one roll one. above a 10. One. No, two, because you had a nat 20 that night. Too. That's right. Oh, my god! But, like, it was, I like, a 15 not, and then I 20. do not roll high. So, like, one of my characters, I built him intelligence-centered, and then I gave him a subclass. It's one of the uh, Unearthed Arcana Strixhaven subclasses that at a certain level, if you set one of your... Like, it's got a bunch of movable mechanics, but if you set the mechanic right, you have advantage on all intelligence checks. And so I made this character. I was like, I'm going to get proficiency in every intelligence check. Oh, my god! And gosh. I am going to have advantage on them every time I do them. Mm -hmm. And that is all I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm not going to roll anything else unless I can manage to get insane modifiers. So this character is a wizard. <clears throat> and my DM uh, likes running. We're level 13, and he likes running us as though we're level 21. Oh, um, gosh. And so, oh, is that the this is the wizard the gods also, campaign that you told yes, me about? Yeah, this is this is the wizard that also has a strength of twenty nine, because my DM let me get a magical tattoo that does not require attunement. That's the same thing as a belt of storm giant strength. I'm dead. And so now I really only make intelligence and athletics checks. That's it. That's all I've got. Oh my gosh. And That's all I'm so, qualified to do. And so, like even recently, I built a I built a halfling druid that uh, specifically rides a mount so that I can have mounted combatant and always have advantage on attacks that are on against creatures that are smaller than my mount. Like, it's fully fully my only thing that I do is I just give myself advantage because I suck at rolling. So all that to say, 
I'm used to it. <laughs> and honestly, there is something as the DM's curse because you're either rolling nat 20s yes. all, all over. Either you kill or... the party or the party kills you instantly. <laughs> like, there is easy. nothing worse than rolling six attacks with like six monsters and whiffing on every single one of them. It's beautiful though for the players. It it's beautiful so for the good. players. <clears throat> yeah. So. I was surrounded one time as a PC and had four people attack me, all of them with multi-attack and two hit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I killed them like, all with Thunderwave. Players are really <laughs> powerful too. Like, I don't think people realize how powerful players are in the generic world of D&D. Like, you're made to survive, especially yeah. with some of the newer mm -hmm. rules that come out, like mm -hmm. Hexblade, Warlock, that was not in the original rule set, and that just took the bar from, you know, about eye level and raised it through the ceiling. Like, uh -huh. it's, I mean, Hexblade <laughs> makes a huge difference. I, beige, I gauge power level on how quickly I can kill a commoner. Like, <laughs> like, like, how quickly, like, can them. I auto kill a commoner in a turn? And the answer is yes, by at least 17th level, and... Seven, I can do it now, they have four hit points. Oh yeah, no, like any fighter can do that. Any fighter can usually do that if you roll decent at first level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because you add your modifiers to damage, and if you have a plus four modifier, and you hit, and their AC is 10, as long as you don't roll a two or a one, you're gonna hit and you will kill them instantly. Like this... Mm -hmm fully part of D&D. So, like, PCs yeah. should never complain about being underpowered, because really all you have to do is put a bunch of commoners in the fight to sort of give them perspective and be like, all oh. these people are dead and you're still here. Yeah. So stop complaining. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it, even with, like, subclasses that are, or classes that are bad in people's eyes, optimization is not a bad thing. No. Optimization is a very good thing. Yeah. And you can build characters to be good and powerful and still interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was I had a comment for what you were saying. Um, yeah, a little bit of a of a of, of a glimpse into the future. You guys with the with the mini series that I'm going to be running at later this semester. Uh -huh. Your characters, I created a BBG that I thought would be a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I have to like double his hit points. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, my character I built to be insane, like inherently That's what insane. Was saying. Yeah, he's, my he's, character's gonna be crazy. I'm so excited. <clears throat> so anyway, this is little guess, plug. Looking forward to it. I was gonna say uh, this is the announcement. I guess that uh, that Christian's running a <laughs> Christian's gonna be running a miniseries. So more information yet to come. Woo! Kind of scared for that one. Not gonna yeah. lie. Well, it, it's gonna be scary. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited. Anyways, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, so at this point, y'all have like outsiders amongst your group. How does that feel as the group? Do y'all like are y'all on edge? Hmm? What do you mean by outsiders? Mean by outsiders? Uh, explain that a little bit. What's the is this the clan one? No, that's 19. Oh, I went off my file that I had before yeah. and listened to 18. So I don't have a question for 18. So, okay, great. I've actually got sort of a combined question for Klaus. So in episode 18, because you, you had mentioned earlier that you sort of like didn't make contact with Bran until like end of episode 19. That's not true. You accidentally addressed Bran without negativity and then immediately retracted after realizing what he did. Um, was this just, was this... Like, you're very careful with acting, Klaus. And I only know this because you've said several times before, and not inaccurately, that Klaus has never said, based on the content of his speech in the words, anything that would cause someone to distrust him. And you're very, so you're very careful. Was this a Christian mistake or a Klaus mistake? That was a Christian mistake. Okay. That was 100. I mean, okay. It was a Christian and a Klaus mistake. Okay. Yeah. He slips up, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I believe... Yeah, it was it was it was this one where at the end when they were coming off of the tree, yep. he addressed him without negativity. That's what I was talking yep. about. I yeah, thought I was it was the end of nineteen. Yeah, um, episode eighteen. You did also you did say something where you were like, you mentioned like, and he and he doesn't uh, like cringe when he addresses you or something like that. Oh, that was because he helped him. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's was, why. That's why I asked when I was inside of Planned if I could tell that it was mm. Bran who cast the spell. Oh, because you wanted to know. I wanted, can I tell that he helped? Mm -hmm. yeah. Which was it? Eighteen or nineteen? That was the one that we were all exhausted for. 
Oh, it was it was it was nineteen. Okay, because there was a point where I came in as uh, as editor Reese and uh, and just skip the the next. No, actually, that was twenty because we were already in the throne room. It was, and he was giving like a yes. He was giving because I was giving a monologue, and we couldn't get through the monologue. It was twenty because I just kept giggling like a little baby. Little baby. It had to be 19. We listened to it together. Not Kuzugs. Oh, oh. Vitokas. Vitokas. Yep, you're right. Okay, got you. Was confused there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. You couldn't uh, use Kent. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of the initiative. Oh, yeah. Thanks. That's oh. the end of that one. Go to 19. Kent. Um, Mr. Kent. All right, Reese. Oh, my God. Yeah. How close was Vitoka to... Essentially attacking, like how, how, when, <laughs> when we met, like how close was he to at least violently restraining Klaus, um, it, or us? Not incredibly close, based on your guys' immediate reactions. Okay. Vitoka is a wisdom-based character. Vitoka is a druid. Mm-hmm. Vitoka is a druid of the Circle of Storms. It's a homebrewed circle, um, and. So his wisdom is through the roof, and he's got proficiency and insight. Mm. So Vitoka could see, based on all y'all's reactions, that you were not immediately hostile. And one of the things that you guys very quickly encountered is that, at least with this tribe of lizard folk, if someone's not immediately hostile, they will be trepidatious but not violent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be true, at least across what you guys have seen of the lizard folk thus far. Uh, some of them appear ignorant, but uh, for the majority, they seem to be trepidatious but not hostile. Guys, so, I just want to let you know that Reese. You, oh, they will you'll, hurt. Yeah, you'll hurt. By now, the I lizard know. folk that you're. You, I'm sure they're you're all thinking this will be. We. Uh, Reese is trying to turn us into murder hobos here. <laughs> so that was four, five, six. We're going like. Yeah, this won't come out. So the players are going to snap and start killing people. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Low-key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, so like, the lizard folk are trepidatious, but they they weren't like on the verge of attacking okay. you. Mm-hmm. Um, some of what was discussed with Vitoka was mostly like it just like, this was like, this is what we're considering. It's far off, but if you make, a- if you take actions, like it was att- intended to be very clear communication of there is a way out of this. Mm-hmm. You just need to take the, the necessary steps to get to the solution where you don't get attacked. Okay. I'm gonna use my reaction to butt in here, okay. but with all the um, grace and forgiveness that Vitoka has shown, um, how much was he actually, like from the get-go, how much was he ready to forgive? Because he does call Klaus an abomination. Um, yeah. And I'm very curious, when we first met him at the end of 19, did you have his character already fleshed out? Or was he like kind of still a work in progress? And then in 20, you kind of thought about him a little more. Because so, Vitoka is my favorite NPC. I love that yeah, man. Yeah, he's fun. Lizard. Yeah. Uh, so Vitoka. So this was the first time that he had seen Klaus. This was the first time that he had seen Klaus since Klaus coming in, destroying his people, killing their leader. Obviously, you not directly doing that, but Kuza doing that. But, but I in, did in some of mind, the killing. In his mind, you, <laughs> are, one of my you are associated with this. Yeah. And so, in his mind, this is the first time the immediate reaction is abomination. Mm-hmm. The secondary reaction, I mean, like we as Christians can all, I think, attest to the fact that we can, we have harsh emotional experiences that make it difficult to be kind to people that have hurt us in the past, but can also recognize that people can change. Mm-hmm. And... What? Literally, you literally just described De Rose. Hmm. Like, like in class, De Rose will say something, and it's like, what? And then she'll like almost in the next sentence change her tone to be very much so more Christ-like in what she's saying. And I think, I think it's somewhat of that. Like, yeah, well, she, oh. she would actually fully do what Vitoka did. Like. Call somebody an abomination and like be ready to forgive them. I mean, well, just I like not take a class. Of but yeah, so it's it's it, yes. The word abomination was a very strong usage. That's mm-hmm. because it was his immediate reaction. And upon further reflection, he was. And upon further reflection, like that natural insight that he's trained over time. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're not actually attacking. He does seem to, and this is where like remember the I 
I think this is in a later episode, but he beat your persuasion. Um, yeah, he did he, beat it. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like, sure. Like he, he incited your persuasion. Yes. Through to the point where, like, Kuz, uh, or not Kuzo, Vitoka further understood the way you were operating, and we'll get into that in the next episode of Gone Rogue because we're actually talking about those episodes. Mm -hmm. But all that to say, immediate strong reaction followed by things he knows to be truer and the grace and forgiveness that he has experienced and is willing to give. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, beautiful. Prof Mac. Um, wow. <clears throat> okay. I feel like you might have kind of answered this. This is for Christian and Klaus, and then I'm going to do a bonus question. But Klaus is a song of rest to genuinely only help Brand because I don't think either of us were hurt. Well, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't hurting, but that was just... Was that Christian coming through, or was that Klaus intentionally helping Bran? That was not Klaus intentionally helping Bran. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was just. <sighs> Klaus is a beautiful creature that oh just exudes. It's just it's ambient magic. I'm dead. <laughs> and so, when he sat down, he was just resting. He was singing a song. He was. Let's just say that that particular song that he's humming is of significance to him. Okay. And so he was doing it more for himself, but because he's such a radiant oh personality and he is so beautiful and perfect, um, his magic, like, as much as he is able to control what he does, um, sometimes it slips through the cracks. So, and we, we see that. Which is different. one of the things I love about, like, bards in particular. Mm -hmm. is they're just inherently magical. Like, charisma's their spellcasting modifier, not necessarily because they're so charismatic that they exude, not so that they have control and they're using force of will, but more of they are just so potently entertaining and magical by nature. Like, they're almost a twist on sorcerer. Mm -hmm. Like, they just, they know how to use art to pluck the strings of the weave. So... Is Song of Rest unintentional? Like, I thought you had to, like, choose to give out Song of Rest. Um, or is it, were you just saying, like, Klaus it, is just singing, and so Song of Rest happens to Yeah, I can pull up the mechanic. Okay. I wasn't sure. So I'm when you were, sure. like, it was Song of Rest, I didn't know if you were, like, mm -hmm. you had to, like, Klaus had to consciously think, I'm using this song to create a Song of Rest, or? Um, not necessarily. At least in the way that I like to play it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, okay. at least in the way that I like to play it, I don't see the necessity in always having to, or differently. Whatever you do, sometimes you you don't do it consciously. I know, greatest example is whenever I sit down and have a chat with my wife, if I am saying something that she is moderately or not very interested in, she will suddenly, in the middle of my sentence, belt out into song. That is just who she is. Oh, yeah. She's a musician. Yep. Um, and that just happens naturally. Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at it. I love He's, your wife so much. I love her too. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> we're one of those, we're not one of those modern couples that hate each other. Um, <laughs> I like to see people getting back to the roots. <laughs> at least for Original now. Idea good old fashioned, fashioned, right? Yeah. Good, good, good old fashioned. Old fashioned marriage where people love each other. For now. Two and a half years and still counting. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, going back to what I was saying, it's just, he sat down, he started humming. If Bran had, you know, some benefits from that, Christian's okay with it because I do want to play a support role. That's why I'm playing a bard who's also just a vicious person. But, <laughs> um... Yeah, it, was just, it, it wasn't it wasn't like a super thought through thing. Okay, that makes sense. Sorry, we're talking about eye rolling when you were talking about it earlier. <laughs> Make your eye roll, but that's great. No, but I was just like I thought. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my actual question is for Kent. Ugh. What was going through Brand's head when the reveal of what Klaus had done to the clan? Because you were mm, you were in silence. Yeah. Brand hates bullies. That's kind of a big part of who Sorry. he is so it, it's interesting I think he got enough understanding from Klaus to realize that while Klaus had done things kind of like Vitoka wasn't 
Klaus doing it to do it, where it often seems like Kuza does that sort of like he just, mm. Kuza does that, like causes pain to cause pain a lot of the time, at least as far as I've seen. Um, I don't know. I think I think Bran kind of saw Klaus in that moment as the enemy of my enemy, and so if maybe in another situation where there wasn't a Kuza, Bran probably would have been much more angry at Klaus, and there could have been problems. But there was Kuza to deal with, and so I think it just never came to fruition. And by the time we got out of the tower, Brand didn't care anymore. Yeah. Okay. If so. there hadn't been a Kuza, Klaus would have been the Kuza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Brand would have been. Yeah, I don't think there there would have been a fight in the tent if there hadn't been a Kuza. Well, and before you officially decided to bring back Klaus as a PC, there was some consideration of whether mm-hmm. like does Reese take control of Klaus mm-hmm. and he becomes like a right hand man to Kuza mm-hmm. or he tries to kill Kuza and is replace and like replaces Kuza. That was my that was my initial um, mm-hmm. want. Okay. Yeah, but I like, failed on my rolls to kill Kuza. Yeah, and <laughs> and that that was actually part of. Wait, the was decide- that when I was here? Yep. You like rolled the mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Yep. And so that was part of the deciding factor that brought Klaus back. Is Klaus wasn't able to kill Kuza. Um, because you decided to leave it up to a roll, like you wanted to actually make attempts to try. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you had fully surrendered the character, then I might not have had any rolls happen. Yeah. But because you still had that, like, as a player, I want to, I want to know what happens to the end of this character. We made the rolls, and yeah, you know, it was determined. Because that. I didn't necessarily want to relinquish him to you. Yeah. I wanted. I, I love Klaus. Oh yeah, I do too. He's an amazing character. He's so very fun. And there's so many things about him that I really want to see explored. See, <laughs> I mean, hey, by the time this episode comes out, a bunch of things might have been explored already. That's true. That's this very won't true. come out till November. Like, yeah. we're gonna have so many of these by the end of the semester. We might like do just a bunch of rapid. F- like, we might have a really busy winter break. Out, okay. like content-wise. Content-wise, like okay. producing stuff. Yeah. I love it. Like, we we record sixteen episodes every, or we record thirty-two 32. episodes every, every semester. semester. And we're not starting releasing episodes from this semester until uh, October. October 8th when Arc 3 starts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... We might have to dump some stuff in, uh, in Christmas break. Right, so, to... like, the Christmas series that we're going to be recording is going to be probably released four days in a row building up to Christmas. Love it. So. Hey. Yeah, but no, we got a lot of content. We got a buttload of content. Yeah. Um, it's my turn. Yeah. Yay. All right, so... Remembers the initiative and announces it when it's her turn. <laughs> <laughs> I have something to say, but my mouth shut. Freaks to get mad. There you go. Self control, girl. Good job. It happens every once in a while. <laughs> All right. Overrated. For sure. Um, Audra. Yeah. So at this point, these outsiders like this. What's his face comes in. I'm really bad at names. Yeah, I'm bad at names in general. All over the place, and these are hard names too. How do you, does it feel easier to trust him since he's a lizard folk as well, rather than these two goons amongst them, just because he's one of your own? Um, and whatever he does? Yes. I mean, short answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There's more trust with Bran in that he's been around for a year, Mm -hmm. but I think she's still very cautious because of having Klaus come in. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, like learning what happened, just this this sympathy of like, oh wow, you lost half your people, and I think I've said this before, but I can't remember. Audra feels like that's her fault, mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent, and so I think there's more of an it's trust and feeling a need to make up for something <clears throat> she didn't do. Mm-hmm. She didn't do, but she feels like she's responsible for. Yeah. Even I mean, though you just in her immaturity she doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the end of arc one, you should have just like killed Klaus. I know, right? Her, you know? Honestly, she wouldn't have been able to. Oh, I, I know. Have, I, have not, her chances. I had not taken a single hit. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like no, you, you were there would have been you no kept way. ducking around corners and then jumping out to cast Wait, Marker. never mind. I did get hit by Ima once. Right, which is why you which is why you started ducking around corners. You were like, oh, if he starts hitting me with anything that's not fire, which he wouldn't do because he was a golden dragonborn yeah. draconic sorcerer, but on the off chance that he did that, then <clears throat> then you would start running into the issue of, okay, now I need to start. And so you it, you fully started ducking around corners in the first Kuza fight yep. to avoid dying. Yeah. 
Which Plus, he had magic, mm-hmm. yep. and I had nothing. I had yeah. you had no music. You had no magic at the time. Yeah. You just you had to hit him. Yeah, and if you hit him, it was bad. But it wasn't bad enough to counteract him having magic. Yeah. yeah. Especially those cantrips that he can just throw up at any point in time. And I'm pretty sure what is what is vicious mockery's additional ability? That she has this advantage on that's next attack. Is it attack? I think it's there attack. So. Check this. That's, I thought it was. That's awesome. Oh yeah. But I stopped. Yeah, disadvantage. Vis- is there a bug over there? Yeah, no, 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 I the just re- I was trying to. The infamous the infamous <laughs> falling wall. That once yeah. tried to suffocate Puff I back. I had, to, I had to locate it again. I'd like to reposition it again. Yeah, it's fine. I'm yeah. just getting my camera. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, fails, I wouldn't have survived that first and it has night. Said, no. And your wisdom isn't very high either. No. And so you fully would not have been, like, you would have been toast because you would have had disadvantage on all your attack rolls, which means you can't get sneak attack, and you would have just slowly been camp- keep taking psychic damage. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she would have fought him in that moment. Yeah, no. yeah. Even, Especially, no matter how angry she was. Mm-hmm. Kuza was also there. It's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that, that yeah. was not a fight you were going to win. No. Yeah. Anyways, um, I actually kind of want to tag off of something you said earlier. Uh, like, just the, you had the, that, like, exi- like, the shock of, like, I can't believe Klaus did this. One thing I noticed you said a lot to Klaus was, you killed Lizardfolk. You specified mm-hmm. the race, which I thought was fascinating. Cause like uh, I like, I just what what was it in Audra's mind that it was like because like is there is there just something that was like I like I almost hate to use the word race for this situation because it's not accurate to the human understanding of race but in right. the humanoid sense almost special like what was it about that particular that just kept bringing that to the forefront of Audra's mind or was it was that maybe just a shock of like oh if he did this to them there's nothing stopping him from doing this to me. Um, I think it is more, uh, special, special, um, yeah, I think my understanding at least of, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name of our temple. Kaizo. 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 Um, was mostly lizard folk. Right, they had had like a human come in at one yeah. point, and then Klaus. But it's like she kind of just yeah. grew up with like yeah. other lizard folk. Yep. And so I think seeing there's like a deep care for her species, and that's what she grew up with. And so to see them so easily eliminated, yeah. I think was really difficult. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if we're gonna get serious, like there's also an element of like you bring yourself to the character, and I think like as a black woman, yeah. like anytime there is a attack on people who look like you, yeah. like it's gonna affect you in some yeah. form, shape, or fashion. And so it's like these are lizard folk; these are people that look like me, and just kind of the like realization that. You know who's, yeah. That it just it just touches a part of you that is yeah, um, mm-hmm. that impacts you even yeah. if you don't want it to. Yeah, 100%. because that could have been you, or that could have been Kaizo. You know, yeah. like yeah, totally. Who's if they hadn't gone back down the tunnel, who's to say that they wouldn't have come up and done that in like yeah. the temple? So, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Is that everything? I think so. Sweet. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Moody and D Gone Rogue. You can listen to the to the rest of the Moody and D network on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to follow Moody and D on Instagram at Moody N D. It's underscore. Y'all said dash. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's I underscore. said underscore. No. Ah! I was just correcting time. myself in my brain saying no, Rachel. It's a dash, it's not an underscore. It's an underscore. Did we reshot the entire thing? No, nah, Moody underscore N underscore D. We still love you, Ray Ray. She's glaring at me. <laughs> Y'all Thank got the gist of what I, our Instagram name is. Anyways, feel free to DM us to ask questions. To ask questions that you want to hear on Gone Rogue. That's it. I'm Rachel. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. <laughs> I'm over this.